I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. One of the uh, privileges of working at AM640 is we have a great listenership that will call. They're quite knowledgeable, and they'll call if they uh, are experts on topics. And, Chris, we had somebody that knows why they wouldn't just lower it down on the crane. Why? Yeah, Mike, the iron worker, gave me a call and uh, worked on a theory that I was sort of uh, working on already, which was that that cable isn't exactly fixed on that particular hook. And Mike uh, told me that that... If they started moving that cable, then it would have been moving uh, as well. So rolling on a, on a track, and then she would have nothing to hold on to. So that's why they couldn't lower her and the rescuer down or her just by herself. They had to use a separate pulley system to uh, to bring them down to safety. Uh, interesting point about mm-hmm. the guy uh, who rescued her. This is Copt- Captain Rob one for, mm-hmm. and uh, he had to uh, run off to a hockey tournament right after. So he played hockey immediately after. Immediately he's, after. That's he's the most so Canadian, Canadian guy in the world. Did he have maple syrup on his pancakes yeah. after oh, the hockey game? You know it, eh? All right, eh? That's fantastic. That's fascinating. I'd like to talk to him. Uh, I know. I'm sure there's lots of requests out for him, but I, I would like to get him they, on the show. He will be on Global News uh, later on tonight. Well, there you go. Maybe I can grab some of the audio from that, and we'll play it for you again tomorrow on the show. Uh, one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time, and no, I'm not a massive um, baseball fan, but I will tell you this. Uh, yesterday's uh, play was amazing. Uh, the Jays tweeted out... Uh, the um, I guess it's a Superman jump almost into yeah. a, into a somersault uh, by Coglin, and he's relatively unknown Jay, right? Like a lot of people don't know anything about this guy. He's number seven, and uh, was going for home plate. Decided to do a flying Superman uh, over the catcher, and uh, and made it. And it was made a pretty it was a pretty uh, exciting game to watch. Actually, the, the, I judge that ba- based on the fact that they won as well. So I wasn't completely depressed. We got to see whenever there's interleague play, you get to see the pitchers uh, swing some bats. And Strawman actually got his first major league uh, hit, which uh, actually got to Didn't him he go on two the base. base hit? Yeah, well, that's pretty did. impressive. It was pretty good. Um, by the way, if you want to see it, just go online at Kelly Cotrera on the Twitter feed, and you can uh, check it out there because it's been made into a lovely little gift, along with the Alien Day gif of uh, Alien next to Ripley's head, played by two dogs, one being a poodle. The other is like looks like an Italian greyhound. There's a lot going on in the city through the summer, and a lot of it is uh, free. We got the word today for that floating sail in cinema is coming back this August right here at Sugar Beach, right outside AM640. It's a great way to spend a lazy night in the city. And it, the uh, opening show, I don't know why it says August, but the opening show is July the 12th, and it's going to be this movie. That's the way to start it off. Didn't they play Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something crazy last year? They go with the uh, vintage movies, Jumanji. So not at all Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Maybe Ghostbusters or maybe Ghostbusters the year before. I think it was Princess Bride because that's one of my favorite films still. I can watch that movie over and over and over again. You know how things get a little bit tense at uh, hockey games here in Canada. I think we should adopt something they're doing in Wisconsin. You know, the, the, the parents have to take respect on the rink classes. This happened out of uh, Wisconsin in a little town called Glendale. Their little league posted a sign right on the uh, batting cage. On the back, you know, is that, is that what it's called? The batting cage? The yeah. back of the... The cage, the yeah, fence. Okay. Yeah, the fence. Uh, please remember, these are kids. This is a game. Coaches are volunteers. 
umpires are human. Your child is not being scouted by the Brewers today. <laughs> it's really cute. I like that. I think we should do more things like that. Uh, speaking of people doing things um, more frequently, they did a, a recent survey, and uh, people are preferring to pay by plastic over bills when paying for things when they're out. I, You know what? It sounds terrible, but I was downtown uh, the other day going to uh, a restaurant, as I said, in a ridiculously overpriced restaurant, the Carbon Bar. So I was walking near Moss Park, which you might know around uh, Queen Street East. Yeah, don't uh, walk around Moss Park barefoot. I I don't think I'd walk anywhere in the city barefoot. (laughs) That includes Sugar Beach. I just want to throw that out. It's the city. Ew. Um, But, uh, you know, people would legitimately, you know, ask if you got changed your spare. And I could get away with saying I don't carry cash. Oh, it's going to be a hard time to be a bum these days. I don't know if bum's the right word. (laughs) A hobo. Yeah, that's not too old-timey. Um, it's also a hard time to be a Canadian when it comes to the Americans. Uh, you know that uh, the U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said uh, Tuesday he was hoping to get the softwood wood lumber dispute with Canada out of the way before the NAFTA renegotiations began. And then he started to blame Canada for not resolving the issue sooner. And he kind of said, we're bad neighbors. They're a close ally. They're an important ally. They're generally a good neighbor. That doesn't mean they don't have to play by the rules. What do you mean by generally a good neighbor? Well, things like this I don't regard as being a good neighbor, dumping lumber. And there's a feeling in the dairy industry that they're a little bit abrupt in the action that they took the week before. The Canadian government said that those are unfair tariffs, and each time the case was brought to an international court, Canada won its case. What do you answer to this? I had nothing to do with the prior cases. I'm confident that this case is a good case. Dairy too? The problem with dairy isn't that they're dumping dairy products in the U.S. The problem is the reverse. They're prohibiting U.S. dairy producers from selling their products in Canada, and as a practical matter. And we're looking into whether there are measures we can do to try to correct that. Yeah, that's not entirely true, because what is happening, we're not prohibiting Americans from selling us dairy products here. Uh, What's going on is last year, Canada implemented a policy that created a new class of milk prices for ultra-filtered milk. It's a liquid high-protein concentrate. This is according to businessinsider.com. It's sometimes used to make products such as cheese and yogurt. What we did do is we lowered the prices here for Canadian dairy farmers, and that would incentivize domestic ultra-filtered milk products to compete with U.S. products. So we're not prohibiting anything. Drives me crazy when the Trump administration misleads people like that. Well, part of the problem, though, is that we do have a system with uh, when it comes to a lot of different things like dairy, like wheat, where... uh, the farmers are all forced to sort of sell through a uh, through a different board and through a different uh, through almost like a cartel system where they're controlling the supply, which I think is probably what they're upset about. But they find a way to oversimplify it and say, "Well, those Canadians are just uh, taking our jobs, eh?" And I made a Canadian accent for the American guy, so I'll be over here. All right. Well, you do that. I want to talk uh, at the risk of sounding incredibly pompous. I was talking about how pedestrian those Louis Vuitton bags look uh, to a friend of mine who is from Paris yesterday. And uh, this is interesting. Uh, No sooner did I say that, but Balenciaga 
which is a designer uh, handbag company, which I probably butchered with my pronunciation there. It's okay. You can't afford it anyway. They made a $2,000 bag that is basically the IKEA shopping bag. You know that blue IKEA shopping bag with the IKEA handles? Mm -hmm. I use that to uh, move things around from my condo down to the locker and back and forth. Well, I'll tell you this. IKEA decided to respond. It's called the... Fracata bag, and they said how to identify an original IKEA fracata bag. Shake it if it rustles; it's the real deal. Multifunctional, it can carry hockey gear, aimed at can- Canadians for sure, bricks, and even water. Throw it in the dirt. A true fracata is simply uh, rinsed off with a garden hose when dirty. And for the price tag, only ninety nine cents. By the way, Louis Vuitton, I heard, is launching a lawsuit against uh, Dr. Flea's flea market. What? Yeah. They're going after the the uh, people that run the flea market because they say uh, that the knockoffs, it's uh, you know a direct uh, ripoff. There's yeah. places all over the world that sell knockoffs. They're going after one guy. Well, maybe they're going after everyone now. I don't know. If they're trying to prove a point, but it's interesting. Everyone has. Everyone's got one of those knock. I do not have are... one of those. But everybody looks like everybody else. There's so many women walking around no. with a fake Louis Vuitton bag that I look at a real one and I assume it's fake. Listen, I honestly, I'll stick to my IKEA bag. It's ridiculous. It's 99 <laughs> cents, and I can wash it off with a garden hose.